I'm super fly, super duper fly, super duper fly. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, everyone? Oh, you yo, ruin it every, every, every time, bro. <laughs> now usually I say yo, 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 but I thought I'll switch up to this. I was just like, hi guys. How's everyone doing today? Yeah, I hope everyone's good. Everyone's blessed. Uh, Abs, what are you saying? I'm here, man. Alive and healthy. That's I'm good. grateful. What about you? What are you saying? What are you telling me? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Uh, same, healthy, ish. Ish, <laughs> yeah. If I need to go to gym, I'm not gonna lie. I need yeah, to. You gotta stop eating sweets in the morning, bro. Bro, sweets are delicious, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yo, guys, welcome for another episode of the Mandem Circle. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. We're back, keeping it consistent. Trust me, that's what it is. Um, shit, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, basically, guys, thank you for the support. As always, obviously, I know that we obviously was gone for a while, but we're back now. We're trying yeah. to do, trying to become better, yeah. bigger and better, bigger and better. So yeah, so Abs, gone hit them off with the the socials, the socials. Yeah, so you can find us on Insta, Mandem Circle, uh, Twitter at the Mandem Circle, and also hit us up on um, email. So www.mandemcircle at gmail did you just say email when you said www dot? Yeah. <laughs> Go for the full URL, isn't it? <laughs> Man, you are fucking African about that. <laughs> oh my days, guys! Yeah, you did um, a full URL, isn't it? URL. What? I can't talk today. Yeah. Um. But yeah. That, they're wow. social, so hit us up. Yeah, definitely hit us up, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, boss, what are we talking about today? Um, so interesting subject uh, so I've recently just now actually mm. I spoke to my niece for about an hour yeah and um, she's obviously gone through her I think she, she's done GCSE she's doing A levels now yeah uh, didn't get the best results and um, she was obviously quite pissed off because uh, my brothers or siblings uh, were kind of like saying you could have done better you could have done better or whatever mm-hmm. and she spoke to me and obviously I came with a different concept of the process of education in it. Yeah. So I just wanted to speak about that and I basically wanted to talk about how education is not that important anymore. It's important, but it's not that important. And I'm talking about the sense of going to university, doing the whole oh, training, doing the whole like, like nine yards. Roots into um, employment and life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I was just like, okay, it's not that important. So. My question to you, Abs, is obviously when you was growing up, what was yeah. what was said to you? Obviously, um, I'm first generation, so my parents migrated over from oh, Sierra Leone. So, bro, why is your phone always getting off? <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I apologize, everyone. So unprofessional. You know? sorry, it happens sorry. every single episode. Sorry, sorry. And sorry. he fully turned it on silent as well just before we went on air. <laughs> imagine that but um yeah no i digress so yeah my uh, i'm first generation so my parents migrated from sierra leone where obviously education for one isn't free and it's seen as more uh of a luxury over there where it should be a basic human right so for me there was a great importance placed upon education and being the first and the eldest no pressure like it was up to me to set an example. So my parents were very stringent with me when it came to education. Yeah. Like Monday to Fridays, um, I wasn't allowed out. 
So after school, I'd be home studying. Yeah. I was only allowed out on the weekends. So as a grown man, looking back at it, I was like, yeah, it was, in effect, it was beneficial because when I was going to school the following day, I was never tired. Like I had to, I had to be in bed by like half eight, man. Yeah. So it was very regimental for me, but it enabled me to do my best academically because I was able to give myself the a sufficient amount of time to do my studies and try and get the best out of it. <coughs> so, um, yeah, when it came to GCSEs as well, like you, you have that pressure placed on you, not only by your family, but also by your teachers as well, because it's, it's like do or die. It's yeah. Like, this is going to live you for the rest of your life. But what they don't make you aware of is that there's always retakes. <laughs> <laughs> you can always retake an exam. Yeah. Like, but it's just like, you only have one shot at it. Don't mess it up. So for a lot of people, like growing up now, I've come to understand that like, personally, I feel the educational system worldwide is flawed because we're made to study um, subjects which aren't necessarily entwined with our talents, our God-given talents. Yeah. Some people are extremely creative. Yeah. What, how's that going to show up in a maths, English or science exam? Some people who are scientific will, will excel in science. Mm. Might do poorer in English mm. or the creative arts, if you know what I mean. So I think the educational system is extremely flawed in that sense because it doesn't enable teachers to um, explore an individual's talents yeah and then work on those talents in for that child to be able to grow and develop further and further and then hopefully go on to earn a living yeah doing what they're what they love doing or yeah, doing exactly. what their god-given talent if you know what i mean yeah rather more importance is placed upon teachers um making sure that they every year year upon year it's just like um what's the word I'm looking for? It's like a a churning wall. Yeah. Like a Ferris wall, should I say, yeah, where new students come in, get them their A's to C's to go out. So you're they're teaching the curriculum in order to, for stats. Yeah. It's all a stats game nowadays and it's less about the child. Which I feel is extremely unfortunate. But yeah but Going back, um, digress again, but going back to me, uh, yeah, education was key. Okay. But again, like what my dad used to tell me is once you have the certificate, no one can take it away from you. Yes, definitely. So just get it. Yeah. And once you have it, you have it, it's yours. You can forget about it. But yeah, for me now, looking for my children, I would say, yes, get your basic education, try your hardest. Try yeah. your best. That's all That's all I can ask for. And if you succeed, cool. If you don't do as well, it's not the end of the world. There's other options and there's other talents. I'm pretty sure children will have that, that are unexplored that their parents don't even know they have. Yeah. But because we place so much importance upon education <coughs> and following this strict um, academic system that we have in place. Yeah. Especially within Western society because I don't know where it's like elsewhere. Like it's extremely flawed, and it's, it's 
highly unrepresentative of an individual's talents. But that's how I feel personally. What about yourself? Um, I'm gonna you know stop not stop there, but I'm gonna try to not say um. By the way, I was I was talking to a journalist. Yeah, and um, they was talking about how you sort of have the radio voice, and you shouldn't be saying um. Like okay. you, you should just like be talking. So if I do say it, I apologize, but I want to try to be saying without. Just try to be smooth. Yeah, try and be smooth. I think that's what it is. Did I just say um? You didn't. I know you're you're quite good actually. I've oh. I've clocked it. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> so when I was growing up, uh, oh, shit. There you go. Strike one. Um, <laughs> two. <laughs> You know, well, just talk, just talk, yeah. just talk. It's, it was important for me. The reason why is because my parents were, I think my dad was a, like an army guy anyway. Yeah. And my mum left school very early. Mm-hmm. So when they came here, again, I'm first generation British. It was all about survival. Yeah. And part of that as in survival is that you should have a good education, get a good job mm-hmm. and you can live your life. They didn't tell us or they tell me that it doesn't work out like that. So I went to school. By the way, I was I wasn't good at school. Like I was I wasn't I was smart, but I just didn't try. Yeah. So I used to mess up and do all sort of nonsense in it, and it was a bit difficult for me growing up in it because I didn't I was I wasn't I wasn't that kind of entwined. I was more better with my hands and doing stuff and fixing things. Yeah. But I never got that opportunity to to show that in school, because this is before apprenticeships and all that. Yeah, this is before okay. apprenticeships yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff was even told to anybody. So I knew about becoming an electrician and stuff like that when I was maybe in uni. Yeah, and these are the stuff I actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Minus that. So I went to university just because my mum wanted me to go. I didn't enjoy it first year I didn't enjoy it Abs you're my witness third, yeah. third year I quit I just literally quit uni I said I'm not doing it and I remember we had that big discussion yeah with uh, three, Pabs with Pabs yeah. and that mm. and it was three months into my last year and I was like look just do the dissertation mm. and I remember I went to my um, tutor and I said look brother how do I just pass like I just want to pass that's it yeah. I don't want to do nothing else so I managed to obviously pass and um, now, now it's changed because I don't really see the importance of it so much anymore. What I more see the importance of is hard work, dedication to whatever you want to do. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of people, I know there's a guy that didn't go to university. I know a couple of people that didn't go to university. I know a couple of people that broke. I know loads of people. You see what I'm saying? I know loads. a guy that didn't even go to college. Mm. And he does export and import and export into different countries now. Mm. And obviously he wanted to do it because obviously this guy works hard in it. So I was like, all right, cool. That, that That's good in that sense, isn't it? And I've realized now, as long as you've got a driving force and you're willing to work hard, you can achieve whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's my that's my end all goal in it. So with my niece now, I told her, don't worry about it. It's your first year. It doesn't even count anyway, so it doesn't matter. Just find something you want to do and pursue it. If education is not for you, there's other things out there to sort of make money. And I've told her, I said, a job is probably one of the easiest things you can get. Yeah. Because a job isn't a difficult thing. You give them a piece of paper, 
you say, I want this job. You go to the interview, you say, I want to get a job. You gas them up to make them believe that you're good mm. at whatever job it is and you take the job in it. Mm. But if you want to become successful and go beyond that mark where you can retire at the age of 40 or 35 or whatever, that's where the hard work comes in. Mm. And you have to sort of strive and it doesn't take a year to do it. It takes 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, yeah, whatever. That, that's all the process. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. And I was just saying, uh, as she's young now, I said, look, 10 years, even if you went 10 years to achieve whatever you want to achieve, you'll be 27. Mm. You're still a child at 27. Yeah. So don't take this too seriously, innit? Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, thank you, Isaac. Rare, rare. Like, not thank you, Isaac. She don't call me Isaac. But she was like, thank you and stuff like that because it's a, it's a different game now, man. Like yeah. anyone, anyone can have ed- education. Like, anyone can go to university. I remember when we was in university... I, we still got degrees and everything, but they didn't, people didn't want to hire us because we didn't have experience. experience. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? that? Imagine that. So because we didn't have experience now, they were like, oh yeah, you need to get experience. But how, how do you expect us to get experience if you're not willing to give us a job? Exactly. So what do people do? Guy work in any other job, whatever they want to mm-hmm. do in it. I remember there's a guy, he's a doctor by the way. It was hilarious, I thought. We were 16 and we went to, um, we was in like a room in it, but it was what we was applying for Sports Direct. Yeah. And they was like, oh, what do you do? What do? So I was like, yeah, um, I'm a student. I've just tried to get like a part time job. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend went, he was like, yep, I'm a student too. I'm just trying to get a part time job. This guy was like, yeah, I'm a full blown doctor. <laughs> and I said, what? Bro, you know, the realism is I've met people with PhDs. So doctorates, yeah, who do part time work in Costa. Imagine that because they can't get a job. Imagine, and I've, I think as sixteen year old, I thought it was hilarious. I was like, "Fam, you have wasted so many years of your life if you're trying to work here." But the truth factor is that it's difficult. It's difficult, yeah, bro. It's hard, like, especially when you have such a high level of education as well. For a lot of um, jobs. Mm. You're overqualified. They see you as overqualified. That's what it is. A lot of people, a lot of jobs, and I think hundreds of people, thousands, millions of people can agree when you apply for jobs and they tell you that you're overqualified. Imagine, yeah. I don't even think, I think only uh, T knows this. I think I told her. But I went, I remember one time <clears throat> I was looking to get some extra money. So I, I've seen an advert on a gum tree mm. for like, um, part like a part-time cleaner yeah. but i was paying all right decent money it was like yeah i might as well just pick up something on the side yeah i've called them up and the guy has literally gone to me you're overqualified for this why do you want to do this to me bro i just want to make some extra money on the side like mm. it's not that deep i'm not looking for something full-time it's just for a little bit of change it was like but you should be looking to work in the office it's like mate i already have a nine to five <laughs> listen to what i'm saying I just want to make some extra money on the side. It was like, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a call back. No worries. Did I ever get a call back? No. Uh, I think it's people don't, I get it. Like, you're like, I think they're thinking, oh, you know, this guy is going to come or this girl's going to come for a couple of weeks and disappear. Yeah. I said, bro, nobody, not even clean, like, okay, certain cleaners, but not everybody just wants to be, like, to sit in wherever they are. Like, people want to excel and do better things. Yeah. So if somebody's coming to apply for a job like that, just give them a chance. Just you never know an opportunity. It. Like it's not. I, I wasn't looking for a full time career. Exactly. I was just looking to make a little bit of money on the side. But that's one of the dangers. You say 
I say no, nah, like, unless my child wants to cut someone up or work in, um, work in a court, they don't necessarily need a degree. Yeah. But I will always encourage them to get at least a minimum. A basic level of basic education. Basic level of education, so yeah. GCSEs. Just try, try your hardest. Yeah. Like I said, not everyone's academic, so not everyone will, will excel when it comes to exams because ultimately exams are just a regurgitation of information. Exactly. How good are you at regurgitating that information? Exactly. You don't necessarily need to learn what you're Nothing. being Because you're not using that, edu- you're not using the knowledge that you had to, to it doesn't trans- solve an idea. Yeah, it doesn't transpire into real life. Yeah, exactly. If I'm completely honest, like when was the last time you used um, Pythagoras' theorem? Well, I don't think I've used it even in school, bro. I think I, I, think I skipped that go. question straight away. You think you see A squared plus B squared equals C squared in real life. You don't see that. Yeah, of course. I think, what's, what's pi actually again? That's, is that 3. 3. 1, point something? 1, 4. Is it 3.14? Fam, I did it. Do you know the one That's thing? That's how long it's been. As I can, I've never used it. Yeah, not to say that it's not, it's, it's a nice thing to have, like obviously it's whatever, but if you're not going to that sort of career, I think that teachers shouldn't force you. And you know, the one thing about it is, I don't think that they should do, I think they, it's a good idea, but I think they need to change it. Not the midterm exams. What, like, um, we never really had. No, Actually, no you're, talking, you're talking January exams. Yeah, so yeah, nobody yeah. have January exams yet, and they'll say, mm-hmm. all right, cool, you got um, a D. Mm-hmm. And they'll go to your parents' season, and they'll be like, yeah, your son's got a D. We're expecting him to get a C. Yeah. I think that should be ruled out. I think that comment there is minimalizing so many kids because it restricts their potential. It restricts their potential yeah. because I can say, "Well, you're gonna get a C." Instead, I can say, "Oh, cool, you got a D now, but I know you can do so much better. Let's try hard. Where have we failed in this part to do better in it?" Because mm. that child could essentially earn—I mean, not earn, sorry—get an A or A star yeah, if they work hard. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a story. Um, I'm reading uh, the law of human nature yeah. and there was a the story is basically a kid that got kicked out of school mm. and he has to home he has to be home tutored and the the parent or the, the principal was like the kid is going to fail school and he's never going to make anything of himself mm. that's what he said yeah. so the mum went to the son and said you know what basically if you the 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 principal thinks you're gonna be shit, basically. If you come out and do better than what he what he's what he's esti- estimating for you to do, yeah, I bet he, I bet he'll probably feel shit about himself. This kid worked so hard in that year mm-hmm. and got uh, I think got A or something like that, like top grade. Yeah, and it shows that story alone. It's not really it, the kid laughed at the teacher or whatever right then, but it literally shows that everybody has the potential to do great things. Yeah. You just have to want to do it. And you have to apply yourself. And apply yourself. Mm. I could get perfect grades. It's just if I want to do it. That's why I say the educational system is flawed. Because mm. you're going off of an examination. So it's a, a set of questions which have bear no relevance to real life situations. Yeah. They're not applicable to every day. You're just going to ask me about <clears throat> of mice of men. What does that have to do with my life? literacy yeah, I, can, I can understand comprehension like understand and be able to decode 
and then examine a piece of text. I can understand that kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff you've done in your sets when yeah. you were in primary school. <clears throat> but what is that necessarily going to do for me at GCSE level? Nothing. Like, but I could be a dope drawer. I could be a sick artist. Yeah. Mad. Like, you should see my work all over social media, etc. I will spend more time applying myself to that subject because that's what that's what I'm good at. Yeah. Than I will to anything else. Yeah. But, but, but you'll see me as good in one subject, but across the board, I'm a failure. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. But that doesn't certain doesn't necessarily mean that I am a failure. It just means that's what I'm that's what I'm great at. Yeah. Everything else is mediocre to me because I don't care about it. Of course. And I think that's how a lot of kids see it these days as well. They don't care about maths. They don't care about English. And it's true. Unless like if you're if you excel at maths, cool. You <clears throat> you're gonna love it. Yeah. If you, if you excel at science and so on and so forth. But if you don't, you don't care. Exactly. Like for me, PE was my thing. Hence why I went on to study PE at A level and sports science at um, yeah. university. You think I cared about math, English, science, <laughs> RE, and design technology? I didn't. The only yeah. reason why I pushed myself to um, excel was because I was getting pressure from family. Yeah. And being a firstborn and all of that kind of stuff, you have to set um, set a benchmark for your siblings. Yeah, of course. Who are going to be following up. So that's why I had to put, um, should I say, an, an equal level of effort across all my, all my subjects. Yeah. Unfortunately enough, I've done all right when it came to GCSEs. Yeah, you done, you done quite well, actually, yeah. yeah I got, like, five A's. Remember when, I'm not going to say his name, but remember I think got Fudge? Yeah, that was mad. <laughs> fudge. <laughs> but this guy's playing football now. Yeah. This guy's, so you clearly know that he wasn't good academically, he wasn't good, but... But he excelled. But he excelled. In another area. Okay. I remember when someone got a CEU later. Yeah. That was peak, boy. Yeah, Fam, that was. We had to go back to his mum with that. It was peak, <laughs> bro. I remember <laughs> some people's ah uh, grades have been a bit mad still. Exactly. I've never been good at English at all. Never. Like I've hated English since the start of it, and I think it took me like three turns to actually pass it. And um, like, don't get me wrong. I see the benefits of me kind of doing it now because I work in the office and stuff like that, but. Bro, this Grammarly now. I don't need like <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it no more. Now. Like there's so much technical evolutions that's happened in the world that I don't actually need to be good at English. I don't need to be good at grammar. I don't need to be good at because it will just do it for me. Yeah, and that's that's the weird thing about it. sometimes. Like right, yeah, I don't need it in that sense. Mm. Yeah, such is the um, what's the word I'm looking for now? My mind's gone empty. What's that? No, I'm saying like with uh, in terms of like the introduction of like Grammarly and all those kind of things, such as the expansion of technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. So technology has come such a far way that, bro, even calculators. Boom! Remember using the abacus? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if you show a child an abacus, you're like, oh, yeah, don't know what that is. Remember that? I remember in that abacus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you even think they still have it? I might have to roll up to a primary school and see if they still have, use that. You might get arrested, bro. I don't want to roll up to a primary school. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like, get a little bit of permission. 
from a teacher and her teacher. Do you know what? I think they have them there, but it's literally just for like decoration. So they don't use them to teach kids how to count. Mate, I got nieces and I've never seen them use abacus in my life, bro. Abacus was legendary. Bro. Mate, that's the thing. But remember, kids now, they got iPads and everything, so they don't even need none yeah, of that. True, true, true. They got calculators on their phones. And exactly. Yeah. I remember when back in the days, because I'm not like, again, I told you I wasn't smart. I remember I used to write the answers on my arm. Do <laughs> so, you know in tests? Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on testing. About tests. Oh. I used to write on my arm or I used to write on like a piece of paper. Or... <laughs> Remember them, um, them calculators that's got the case on top of it? Yeah, Was yeah, it yeah. the Casio? The Casio is the scientific ones. Fam, that one, yeah. I used to write my yeah, whole test thing. The, the I used to cover it. I was like, oh, miss, I need to go to the toilet. I go to the toilet and I'll sit on the toilet <laughs> and I'll just read it. Come back, kill the test, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nah. i never done, never done that, but... Yeah, because you were yeah. smart. That's why you was different, man. No, you know what? Funny enough, see me, I was more... And a few teachers have said this as well. Even like employers have said this. They're like, when it comes to like academics, when I'm in the classroom, I'm like a monk. I'm quiet. Yeah. So you could be talking, a teacher could be talking. I'm not necessarily taking it in. Mm. It's only there's only certain subjects or specific teachers and their approach and how they teach. If it's an interactive class where I'm like. Actually, I'm actually, they've got me engaged. Yeah. So I'll participate. More time, I'm just quiet. Yeah, just don't take it. Things in. are just going straight over my head. But I'm still writing notes. Okay. Where I may differ from other people, and this was evident when I went to uni, is that once the class is finished, I'm in the library, I'm going over everything. Yeah. So now I'm teaching myself. Yeah. So all I've done is I've taken in the information haven't learned it, now I'm going to go teach myself it. Okay. So especially when I was at Bruno as well, when we used to have anatomy and physiology classes, I used to draw the bones. No, I used to t- take the notes, go to the library, draw the bones, label mm. them, and go over them. Go over it, go over it, go over it. I think in that exam I got like 100%. But that's what it is, it's- with to learn is repetition you just have to mm. proper you have to go yeah. over it again and again and again mm. and again and you'll get it eventually yeah. but then everyone's that's another thing as well why i say like um i talk about the educational system because i've done a little bit of like ta work and you've done the same as yeah. well haven't you? yeah in a primary school and i came to realize like working on like one-to-one and like small group bases that each one of these kids learns in a in a different manner. Yeah, definitely. So some are visual, some are audio, yeah. well, some are kinesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I think it's down, it's the responsibility of teachers to be able to highlight and identify what kind of learner a child is. Yeah. But it's because difficult when you have 30 kids though. That's the thing. It is difficult, don't get me wrong, but I think teachers should try and incorporate a different learning styles within mm. their classes. Mm. Some sessions, you can make it visual. Or use incorporate loads yeah, of different yeah, styles yeah. when you're teaching maths. Like get kids to go up and actually do um, mm. like an equation. Mm-mm. Use an abacus. Yeah. Because a child who's kinesthetic and is used to using their hands like you are. Yeah. That's why you wanted to do like electrician and all that kind of stuff. 
they could excel. They could understand that equation better. Yeah. By physically doing it. Yeah, definitely. Rather than seeing it. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So uh, I think it's down to parents as well. It's key for parents to understand what kind of learner their yeah. child is as well. Because I think a majority of parents don't know how their child learns, of best course. learns. I think with parents, a lot of parents just don't have the time. They no, wait, no, I'll take that back. I think you have the time, but you just need to use it better. I think a lot of people here, we need to use our time better. Do you know what? I would say uh, a lot of parents are dependent and reliant upon teachers teaching their children. Yes. Rather than them taking it upon themselves of to course. teach their children. Like, um, what's his name? Malcolm X said, only an enemy will let his... Um, no, only only a fool will let an enemy teach his child. Mm. So, if you're leaving your child's future to an individual you don't even know, you have no relationship with. It's stupid. How you setting yourself, how you setting that child up for the future, if you know what I mean. Exactly. But I think there's a lot of, that's thing, I, I get it, like, parents, they're busy, obviously working, come back later, stuff like that, but I said, you know what, you can give your child an hour a day to mm-hmm. sit with them and just say, okay, what have we learned? Okay, go for it, and we'll go for it with each other. Mm. I think that you not teach your child at all and letting other people do it for you is irresponsible. Yeah. And obviously I'm not a Definitely. parent. I'm not a parent now and I'm not chastising any parent yeah, to no, say no, that. No, no, no. But I'm saying that you have to take responsibility of your child mm-hmm. as as anybody else will because if your child started misbehaving in school or didn't get good grades, you'll shout at the teacher. Yeah, it's the teacher's fault. So you need to take responsibility too and say, look, as a parent, I need to push my child to further education and make sure that they're understanding the work and making sure that they're excelling mm-hmm. when they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely. I also think like in terms of bonding as well, it gives you and your child something to uh, build rapport over. Because if you know that at half six every day, I'm going to do reading with daddy, I'm going to do maths with mum. Yeah. You look forward to that. Of course. So then it just becomes the norm. Okay, yeah, this is part and parcel of what we do. Boom. And then, like I say, it's, you may have a child genius. You just don't know it. Exactly. Like, remember hearing about them kids who were getting like GCSEs at the age of like eight? Um, them kids. That's because their parents took time. A lot of times, you get smart kids. My nephew's really smart. Mm. Um, but again, his dad puts the time in for him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um but I don't know, man. I I think it, it's it's here and there in it. I think it's a it's an argument that anyone can have in it, and nobody will, will never come to an agreement to be like, "Yep, whose fault is it, or who should be doing what?" Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, it's one of the mad ones. Yeah, I want to say is you can't point the finger in it. It's just one of those yeah, things. Exactly. That, but as a parent, you have as much responsibility as a teacher to teach your child. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that's your little human, if you know what I mean. Exactly. And again, education-wise, not everyone's academic. And academia isn't a cursor, isn't responsible for um, wow, my mind's just gone. Yeah, academia <clears throat> and your grades aren't a cursor for letting someone know how intelligent you are. Yeah, exactly. Because intelligence encompasses so many different things. 
Um, intelligence doesn't mean that okay because I'm not smart everything that means I'm dumb like I could be intelligent in plumbing for example but Mm. I could be I could not be smart in anything else still means I'm intelligent I'm just intelligent in a different sector yeah so everyone is intelligent in the same way but it's just different areas so I would think just honing to that part where you enjoy yeah and push towards it I remember my boy he was um it was, I think it was about 10, 11, no, 10, 11. And he wants to be um, a DJ. And he was, by the way, this is old, this is a true story, by the way. He, his brother had a radio station, not radio station, I think a recording label. Mm-hmm. And this is the recording labels, like gigs first signed, first went to record his music. Uh, for. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. And um, my brother came up to me and he was like, yeah, I just want to become a music producer and I want to make beats and stuff like that. And he played me a, beat and I was like this is shit like mm. but I said bro just carry on push it push it push it push it and I shit you not the same guy that I called shit before is the same guy that's made KMT that's made all these other tunes that with Drake he's done songs with he's produced beats for um, French Montana he's on bare beats yeah he's getting plaques everywhere in it yeah and I said bro that's because he honed in honed into what he loved in it mm-hmm and I think that's all it is. And this guy wasn't smart at all. This guy was a dumb fucker, like. But I love him, he's my guy in it, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was dumb. <laughs> but he done his thing and I said, that's what it is. Sometimes just hold into what you are and you'll become a master at that, at that thing. With time and energy, Yeah. you'll master in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Abs, obviously you told us what you'll talk, what you'll say to your kids if, obviously when you have kids, yeah. what you say to them in regards to education. Me, again, I'll probably say, get the basics. Mm-hmm. After that, let me know what you want to do. Like, I'll, I'll give you different aspects and show you different parts of of the world and um, different sectors of the world because when I was younger, I didn't get shown different... I didn't know about trading. I didn't know about economics. I didn't know about becoming an electrician. I didn't know about becoming a plumber. I didn't know about even stuff, basic stuff like becoming a lawyer. I wasn't exposed to that world because yeah. I didn't have people around me or anything I knew about it. Yeah. So I was very much, okay, let's get a job. Okay, what kind of job can I get? I could get a job in sports direct. Oh, I like clothes. Or the job what everyone used to do when we was younger. Everyone used to want to work in JD, JD or Fort Locker. Or Night Town. Or Night Town. I remember yeah. I was canned to work in Night Town. I always wanted to work in footwear. You see what I'm saying? Crazy. It's only because I knew about it. I didn't know, right, you know what, I could do better than this. Mm. And there is like people I know or people younger than me, and they're like, yeah, I'm 16 and they work in like a property management company. Yeah. And by the time they're 25, they're directors. Mm. I think, yeah, that's the difference though, isn't it? Like, um, I think generation now, <coughs> they get, they've had exposure to so many different sectors, mm. employment sectors. But even that, they're still struggling. A lot of people don't, don't still not get exposed to certain areas. Yes, that is true. But I find in um, not even but in comparison to us, yeah, yeah they get they're the being world. offered a lot more. Yeah, yeah. but there's still some. Young. Yeah, there, there are still some who aren't exposed to that for whichever reason. Maybe it's just a, la- a lack of knowledge. To yeah, yeah. I remember when we were younger. There, I think you're the only person and a few other people that took football seriously or sports yeah. seriously. Mm. Even though all of us were good none of us are like, okay, we can make it to that extent and that level. Yeah. Now, 
we see African moms buying kids football boots. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that when I told my, <laughs> I remember, I'll never forget this. When I told my mom, yeah, mom, I'm going to be a footballer. She looked at me. She laughed. She went, oh, go get yourself a real job, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, watch, I'm going to be a footballer. It wasn't until I started playing for Chelsea then she was like, ah, okay, yeah, saying? maybe this might be going somewhere. Same. I said I was going to be a boxer. My mom said, no, you're not going to do it. You're going to get a head concussion, all that stuff, yeah? Mm. And I remember I told this day, and I still say it. I said, you know, I feel like I can punch up any Joshua. They're like, no, you can't. And I said, bro, I'm not like, if I believe in myself, why can't everyone else believe in me, innit? Yeah, yeah. But until he got punched up by that Mexican, yeah. <laughs> Kebab man. Everyone's like, believe in me. But again, like, back in it, I was like, my, my parents didn't know, right, you can become a millionaire or mm-hmm. form a sport, form an entertainment basis yeah. in it mm-hmm. so it's mad more like it's, it's but I also think as um, as uh, black men and women and also the like black youths as well I think we need to diverge away from only believing that we can become millionaires through becoming through becoming athletes or entertainers yes because they're the main two mediums that we see black males and females prospering you can become um, you can excel and become affluent through working through corporate work like becoming a barrister a judge a lawyer doctor etc you can do it our exposure to it is minimal extremely minimal yeah so yes you you, there's a wide spectrum for us to excel in and become affluent in so we just need to expose ourselves to that whole, that wide range yeah, definitely. of different um, jobs yeah. that we can go into rather than trying to narrow it. Because through, I think it's mainly, mainly through like perception and media, etc. We just see like, especially me growing up, actually it was right, you either do go do a nine to five, don't know what kind of nine to five you're gonna pick up, but you go do a nine to five or become an athlete or a musician. Mm. and that's that's your way out yeah but there's so many other ways bro so many other ways and, oh you're actually right and um my friend he got angry yeah because mm. uh, we went to went to a shop and we bought an expensive watch in it yeah and they asked you this obviously this is white this is like white people basically you know white polish people europeans basically yeah they're like oh are you a musician and he's like no 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 like i'm a manager She's like, oh, because normally musicians come and buy these expensive watches. Mm. And he got pissed off. He was like, no, I don't fucking need thinking I'm a musician. And I said, you know, you can't really be pissed off because you kind of still do music. You're just a manager of music. Yeah. So you're kind of still in the same <laughs> industry. Like, you can't get that angry in it. Yeah. But if there was, he was like, yeah, but I could be a doctor and stuff. I said, yeah, you could be, but you're not. And this mm. is the point. We need to sort of come away from that and become the electricians, um, plumbers, but own our companies yes because the guy what's that Pimlico Plumbers Pimlico Plumbers that guy's earning more than footballers monies <laughs> and he's just a normal he just owns a plumbing company you see what I'm saying he's killing it so there's always there's a way there's always a way beyond the showbiz route uh-huh. to make money mm. and I think if we push and we strive and we sort of educate our younger generation and and push towards ourselves because we are the generation that will become these yeah. tycoons 
um, to do better, innit? We're future parents. Yeah, so we're the future parents, so we need to educate and become better mm-hmm. and knowledge ourselves and don't put so much pressure on your kids because you got to put pressure on your kids. Your kids will just go sideways and do something yeah. like that. So yeah. Let them be creative. Let them understand what they want to do and sort of let them make their own errors. Yeah, very true. And just guide them. You know what's funny? Like, now I'm grown. I speak to my parents about, like I'm open with them. Like if I'm not feeling work, I'll go and tell them. Like before, back in the day, I'd be scared. Yeah. Like scared of judgment. Oh yeah, no, you can't leave because you need to work, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Blah, blah, this, that, and the other. But now I've realized like, my parents are actually extremely understanding. Mm. Like, I don't know why I used to fear them or whether I've just overcome the fear, but now, when I talk to them on a level, they're like, yeah, cool, I understand. And whatever it is that I want to do, they're actually extremely supportive of, like, especially with the stuff I'm doing now, yeah. kind of with the, the uh, tees and all that kind of stuff. They're like, bro, oh, I didn't know you had that kind of talent. <laughs> but it takes, that thing with that, with the episode we're going to do about time, when you are a kid, yeah, kid, like, parents, they don't, they see you as a kid. When you grow up, they start seeing you as an equal. Mm. and that's when they're like okay and they'll give you that time to be to do what you want and whatever and they have time yeah. to to engage with you yeah and like you said it's important give you the time to live life and make your own mistakes because like Oz said boy you don't learn from W's you only learn from losses exactly so yeah time is the greatest of tellers to be fair yeah but without it there's no succession trust me bro, and no progress me. So yeah, man. Uh, it's actually been a good, good little episode. Actually. Yeah, it has actually. It's been um, rather informative. Rather informative. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't worry, guys. We're gonna go back to the jokes and the funny yeah, stuff. Don't worry. Actually. We'll mix it up. We'll mix it up for you, man. Don't worry. We got you. We got you. But obviously, we just wanna. I think the basis of this podcast is just to sort of educate in it and 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 teach and sort of open your mind up to everything. Yeah. Like we don't want to be typecasting into. Oh yeah, those boys only do jokes and that. No, like we've spoken about a wide variety of subjects. Yeah, exactly. Like some deeper than others, some more humorous. But yeah, we tried to engage in everything, and this one especially goes out to the the younger listeners. If any of you are out there, like just because you haven't done the best in your exams doesn't mean your life's over. Exactly, man. Like life has so many twists and turns, so many different roads. You can still become extremely successful. Don't let a letter or a number on a piece of paper dictate your future. Exactly. Like, God's got bigger and better plans for you out there, man. Trust me. Just have faith in yourself and just keep working hard. Whatever God-given talent you have, just apply yourself to that and you'll see where you'll prosper. Don't worry about that. Time. Definitely, man. Guys, thank you again for listening. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. It's been amazing. Um, We're glad to be back. Definitely, definitely. And we're actually going to go properly, proper hard this time. Yeah, so. keyword consistency. Yeah, consistency, definitely. So, guys, uh, actually, we gave you socials already. Yeah, but just to go through them again, Instagram, Mandem Circle. www, please. <laughs> That's my thing, though, man. Uh, Instagram, Mandem Circle. Twitter, at the Mandem Circle. And then email. Mandem Circle. Mandem Circle at gmail.com. So hit us up, man. Definitely. If there's anything you want us to talk about, just let us know, man. Trust me. But yeah, peace, love, and prosperity.
dangle. We so tight that you get our styles tangled. Sway your dosi do like you loco. Can we get thinking night like Coco? So so. You wanna play with my yo yo? I smoke my hydro on the D-Lo. 